Hello and welcome to Boyle Meets World. I'm your host, as always, Andrew Boyle. And as I sit here and ponder and wonder what I've done with my life, one thing stands the test of time, and that is the simple proven fact that I am not funny. And that'll never, ever change. But today we return for week two of Commissioner's Corner. I am joined, of course, again by none other than Waxon's World. Waxon, thanks for being on today. Uh, Boyle. Absolutely. Um, Waxon, as some of you may know, is in his official recording studio. Um, Jackson recently came into a home of his own um, and has been recording from his own studio ever since. Uh, yes. Before we go in... I love the new studio, Boyle. I was going to say, give us give us your thoughts. How, are you enjoying the studio recording life? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it's a lot easier from where I was usually recording. I usually had to go over to our old alma mater at Mary University right, to get some privacy. But now I can actually record podcasts in my own home. Sure. Yep. Love to hear it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well... I, I would say there probably wasn't a whole lot worth talking about leading up to the week. I mean, we were pretty quiet Thursday night and Friday. I, nothing comes to mind that might have happened Friday specifically. No. I don't think so. Are we just going to skip over everything that might have happened on Friday? Yes. Yes, okay. we are. Okay. <laughs> I'm all in favor. Other than that, let's get to the outcomes of week one. What do you say? Uh, let's go for it. Um, whose matchup do we want to start off with? Um, I don't know. What was the game of the week? Did we have a game of the week? I think the game of the week might have been myself versus Nolan since we were both pretty highly touted teams in the league. And um, I mean, it was a good game. The fact that Nolan lost that game was because he played the Minnesota Vikings defense. Is right. Kind of bad on him. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I also can't help the fact that Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs decided to have career games. But that's. Yeah, I played. Point. I actually played against a team in another league that had Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. Oh, Christ. And I will be – I had the second most points in that league for the week, but I only lost because the guy I was playing had Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. Well, if for whatever strange reason been worth – two points instead of one point, we would be looking at a 56-point game for Devontae Adams. And if you ask me, there's no reason that a wide receiver should ever score 56 points, let alone 41. So I'm glad that the league is the way it is. That's just I mean, completely up There's no reason, but in defense of some people who made the argument of changing the rules, it was in the scoring before the draft. And some some owners did draft based off the scoring. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I mean, I will make that argument. I mean, I think it's a valid argument. But like I said, that's neither here nor there. Eh, agree to disagree, Boyle. 
I'm just glad he got negative 16 to help me out there. Um, yeah, that's the only reason why he won. I mean, Josh Jacobs had a career day. Calvin Ridley had a career day. Patrick Mahomes was Patrick Mahomes. And I, he really just kind of fell off there. Chark really didn't do much. I mean, I wouldn't no. expect him to do much. Gardner Minshew's not going to throw for 400 yards a game. I mean, he's going to give you what he gave you week one. Tyler, I mean, he, I mean, Gardner Minshew damn near might as well have just thrown for 400 yards with the way the Colts defense was playing. That's true. That's true. He completed 19 out of 20 passes. The fact that the Colts only – Force one incompletion tells me that they're defense to be fired. Yeah. And I'm a Colts fan. And I also have the Colts defense. As someone who is on the outside looking in, I can agree with that. That's probably not a bad – I mean, they still scored 10 fantasy. But... Which isn't bad. Sure. Just got a mess there. Sounds like he's done for the year, but we're talking about fantasy football. Not you don't you don't play offensive linemen, so that doesn't pertain to fantasy football. But you heard it here first on Boyle Meets World's Commissioner's Corner. Zach Banner, right tackle for the Pittsburgh Steelers, done for the year. Oof. More details to come via Twitter, but Boyle Meets World breaks it first on Commissioner's Corner Week Two. <laughs> By the time it publishes, you'll have already heard it, but just know the Boyle Meets World was the first to go live on podcast with it. Yes. Boyle Meets World is the groundbreaking new source for all sports. And he's real news. I mean, you were you were the first person that said Tom Brady to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You had it about a month earlier than everyone But they else. don't want to hear that, Jackson. You know that the media doesn't want to hear that. They don't want to give me my credit. Adam Schefter doesn't want to give me my credit for being right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Adam Schefter, it's fake news at ESPN. I'm and if Adam you. Schefter didn't have all the scoop on fantasy, I might block him on Twitter, but... If I need to know whether or not it's safe to play a player in fantasy, I typically look at Adam Schefter's Twitter. But Yeah, I mean, that's a valid point. I mean, you could make the argument that Nolan probably should have beat me. But, I mean, it's how you play your offense. Or it's how you play your team. Even though, yes. I mean, even though he could have not played a defense and beat me, I mean, that's the game plan he drew up. I think that I out-ownered him this week, without a doubt. I mean, yeah. I mean, no one in their right mind. You don't expect you don't you don't expect the Minnesota Vikings to have what minus sixteen, especially against Aaron Rodgers Next. and the Green Bay Packers. I mean, I would have found literally any other team available. Let's go take a look real quick, actually. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, but you still don't expect them to get negative 17 points. You expect them to at least maybe go get zero. And if he got, if they got zero, he would have won. Right, right. I get that. I mean, he could have picked up uh, – I mean, <laughs> there aren't many teams available that would have been – but, I mean, the Vikings were the worst defense this week. I mean – yeah. Let's see. I mean, he could pick up the Cowboys. The Cowboys got two points. Uh, the Dolphins, no. But you also got to think, I mean, 
out of the options he had, the Vikings were probably still the best defense. Because, I mean, they're still good defense. I, I think that game was a little higher scoring than what people intended it to sure, be. Sure, sure. I agree. So I don't think it's I don't think it's a bad I think it's just bad luck on Nolan's part and sometimes in fantasy you just have some bad luck. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I almost played my roster completely perfect. Uh, J.K. Dobbins has definitely showed me that he's probably going to get a look to start this week. I'll trade you, J.K. Dobbins. Kyler Murray has showed me that he can be a top five fantasy quarterback in this league this year. So. I mean, I'm pretty heavy on Big Ben, but, I mean, Kyler Murray's right up there. Let me see. I mean, how about those Pittsburgh Steelers? Let's not get too sidetracked, but how about those Pittsburgh Steelers? Um, I didn't watch the game. I don't believe you. I don't watch a game that's on ESPN because ESPN is fake news. Well, if you watch it on Hulu, technically you're watching it on Hulu while Hulu streams ESPN for you. I don't have Hulu, though. What's the problem? Anyway, let's move on. Next matchup, Boy Meets World, a.k.a. Firewater Jake, a.k.a. Andrew Boyle, gets the week one win against Nolan Enloe, named Team Enloe. Uh... Game number two of the week is Team. Say his real say his real name, Boyle. Don't 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 send. No one in Lowe's team name is I Love Q Anon. Which, if you don't know what it is, don't worry about it. Google it. Don't Google it. Just Google it. Please Google it. We have 2018 champion Connor Smith facing off against old face, new name Chris Brake, who left the league last year. And then wound his way back into the league this year. Um, Chris Brake's not off to a great start. Um, he was he was ranked last in the owners poll, wasn't he? This he week? was ranked last. We'll get to the owners poll at the end of the of the segment, but I mean, yeah, he was the worst ranked team going into week one, and he has reclaimed tenth place, and no one put up much of a fight for him. I mean, Chris Brake says he knows fantasy football, but he's never proven that he does. No, and he's always been a he's always been a bottom feeder. Yep, and he has Allen Robinson, who, if you've been watching the news lately, is not happy with the Chicago Bears and maybe a sit out candidate coming up soon. Yeah, possibly. The fact that Mitchell Trubisky actually won the game for the Chicago Bears is just mind-boggling. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't expect that to ever happen again. It's it was such a twenty twenty thing to happen. Like it's just another thing that you would never ever anticipate happening. And I mean, we watched it with our own eyes. And then for the fact that DeAndre Swift dropped a wide open pass. To yeah, I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's Detroit line, but I mean, it's two shithole organizations. Yeah, without a doubt. Well, I don't know. The, the Chicago Bears aren't a shithole organization. They just have a shithole quarterback. Uh, I don't know if they have a ton of offensive weapons. I mean, they. I, Allen Robinson's good. Tariq Cohen's good. He's not a good fantasy player, as I even picked him up, and I will admit that. Uh, he could be a good. 
let me let me rephrase this. Tariq Cohen could be a good fantasy contributor if Mitchell Trubisky wasn't his quarterback. Sure. I think that goes for Would every you agree player with on that? offense. Like, I feel like if Tariq Cohen was down in Tampa Bay with Tom Brady, Tom Brady would probably target him like 15 times a game. Sure. I, I could see that. Hey, real quick, let's go back to the fact we can't discount Nolan Inlow's roster. I was looking at it. Patrick Mahomes was his fourth highest scorer. Um, folks, look out for Nolan Enlow this year. Nolan's Nolan's gonna be good. Nolan's got a good roster. Um, Connor, who I, I... hell out of Chris Brake, has Lamar Jackson. Um, Lamar put up thirty-two for him. He was Connor's high scorer. He's Ezekiel Elliott, who had almost a hundred yards and two touchdowns. Um, Baltimore's defense went crazy on Cleveland, which really helped Connor. I mean, he didn't really need the help. He couldn't even. He could have sat Baltimore's defense and still won. Hey, this is NFL question. Is Baltimore that good or is Cleveland that bad? Cleveland is really that bad. I think Baltimore has uh, upper echelon defense, but I think Cleveland is that bad. This Another question. Yes. NFL related. Is Baker Mayfield the starting quarterback in Cleveland next year? I think he will be because they don't have another viable option. Um, I think they're too caught up in the fact that they think they need to win now, that they're probably going to go like 6-10 and 10 this year, miss out on any chance of drafting a con- like a, a decent quarterback, and then they'll realize that, hey, Baker's not the answer. This roster's not the answer. Probably blow it up again. Kevin Stefanski gets fired, and the Browns continue to Brown. So I think 2021 Baker Mayfield is the starting quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, um, which would probably make him the longest tenured quarterback in the Browns since the year 2000. But it's got to be. I've, I think he's already the longest tenured Browns quarterback. Yeah, he's probably started more games than anybody since I, probably since like Tim Couch. Probably. You're probably not wrong. But no, I, I, it brings me such joy to see the Browns brown every week. I <laughs> know. Uh, I mean, their first possession of the season, they throw an interception. Second possession, their punter fumbles a fake punt right into the hands of the Baltimore return team. It's Browns are going to brown. Exactly. Let's see. Not much more to say. Connor beat the hell out of Chris Brake. Let's go into game three. Another steamroll. Um, Brady Balls, a.k.a. Nathan Shutley, absolutely decimated Nate, who we here at Boyle Meets World don't use this lightly, but we're going to put the relegated tag on Nathan Gonzalez's team week one, I mean, Tom Brady is his highest scorer, and Tom Brady threw two interceptions and only at 22 points. This is – And I tra- and I traded him Tom Brady. I gave him Tom Brady. And let's be real, David Johnson's not going to have the game he had. I mean, that's not a very good Kansas City defense. And he only- no, especially especially against the run. Kansas City's usually better against the pass, but against the run, they really suck. What about Saquon Barkley? 
I, I know you said you didn't watch I... the game, but if there's one takeaway you take away from that game is that the Pittsburgh Steelers knew exactly what their game plan was going into it defensively, and that was to shut down Saquon Barkley. I don't know if it's the Pittsburgh defensive line is just that good or the rest blocking scheme of the offense of the New York Giants offensive line is that bad. I can, I'll have to watch a couple more games to really justify. But I do know from my inside sources with the New York Giants that their rest blocking um, offensive line is just horrendous. Well, you also know from your Pittsburgh Steelers inside source that that defensive line will have offensive linemen having nightmares for weeks on end. They have, I will say, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I won't say they have the best. They have the most talented defensive line. That's two different things between talent and being the best. I think Bud Dupree next year will be the highest paid outside linebacker in NFL history. And sadly, I don't believe it'll be with the Pittsburgh Steelers. But that's my two cents on the matter. We're not going to get too into one team versus another. But I do think Bud Dupree, second contract year in a row, Steelers franchised them last year. He's going to get paid big time in the offseason. Okay. Well, uh, I like the sound of that. Let's see. Um, Shuttle played Carson Wentz, who is not a very good quarterback. I will go out on one and say it. Um Crybaby Zach Ertz, if you haven't heard, is a in an Allen Robinson-esque dispute saying that he feels disrespected by the Eagles because they aren't paying him like Travis Kelsey um, and George Kittle got paid. And then Dallas Goddard went out and took the most of the receptions for the tight ends, caught a touchdown. Um, so troubles are brewing in Philly, I mean, they blew a. I don't. They blew a lead I, to Washington that they had no business blowing. Yeah, I do think Zach Ertz. I think he's good, but I don't think he's in the same conversation as a Travis Kelsey or a George Kittle. Of course, not. I think he's. I think he's significantly worse than that. Yeah, I think he's in that second tier of tight ends. I think him, Mark Andrews. Eric Ebron, all those guys go hand in hand. Fuck Eric Ebron. <laughs> I knew I, could, I thought I could. <laughs> Eric man Ebron on can't catch an open pass. He how caught, did he play? How did he play last night? By the way, uh, he caught one pass that was thrown his way, and he made a couple good blocks. I know you're not going to believe it. He made a couple good blocks last night. <laughs> I'm surprised he blocked. We never brought him in the block. Oh, I know. We it. always had we always had Jack go with the block. Yeah, he. Uh, he stood the test of time. He did well in the Steelers' debut. I mean, he hey, wasn't I, anywhere flashy, but, I mean, the Steelers didn't really go to their tight end or their two tight end scheme much last night. So, I mean, I would look for them to do it later in the season. Hey, if they accounted for blocking by tight ends in fantasy, Jack Doyle would probably be a top five tight end in fantasy football. I don't know if there's a much better blocking tight end than Jack Doyle. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> that I mean, that we can agree on. Unfortunately, he went to the wrong high school. Right. But, I mean, Catholic, Indiana Catholic high schools overall produce pretty good football talent. Absolutely. Let's see. Anything else to say about this matchup? 
Nah, I got nothing else. Gotcha. Shuttle's Thanks. probably the best team in the league. Michael Thomas going out on an injury. Could that hurt him, you think? If he if it's seriously injured, because Michael Thomas will catch probably 150 passes this year if healthy. And in a PPR league, that's very valuable. Sure. I can I can make the argument that Michael Thomas is probably the most valuable player in fantasy football. I mean even if you threw 16 more points on his total, giving him a total of 20, which is probably average for him, that puts Shuttle like 178. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's going to be a key contributor to Shuttle. Obviously, all of Shuttle's players clicked. I mean, Robbie Anderson isn't going to score 30 a week. Um, obviously, New England isn't going to play Miami every week. So, I mean, there's there's places that he'll fall off. But, yeah, I, mean, I yeah, agree. Shuttle's had an impressive showing so far. All right. Let's see. Next game, Ursay's My Savior versus Homeless Belichick's a barn burner. Closer than anyone in the league, including Matt Wiegliss, thought it was going to be. Um, I will say... With how last season ended for me, I'm glad that Amari Cooper stepped up and uh, was able to pull one out for me. Sure. If it wasn't for Amari Cooper last night, I'd be sitting 0-1. Or if it wasn't for him Sunday night, I'd be sitting 0-1. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I will say, I don't think I had Miles Sanders out late with an injury. I don't really have a strong backup running back right now. I'm looking to fix that either through waivers or through trade. But I think once Miles Sanders come back, and I also think my players really didn't play that well for the most part. Um, Tyree Kill didn't play as well as I thought he would. He did score a touchdown, which that was clutch. Um, a late Alvin one, Kamar- right? He almost didn't what? even. He almost didn't find the end zone. That was a late touchdown. Yeah, that was. Alvin Kamara, I was watching this game. Alvin Kamara should have had a garbage time touchdown, but it went to replay and the NFL took it back, which I was a little upset about that. So that probably dropped six points off my score. NFL hates fantasy football. Can we go on? I I mean, they make so much money off it, but they hate us fantasy football owners. Yes, I, I agree. But Alvin Kamara, he had two touchdowns, should have had three. Um, that kind of saved me, to be honest. Um, I'll say I'll say historically, I don't do very well in week one. I'm more of an end-of-the-season, push-the-envelope push to get in the playoffs type of team owner. Sure. So I'm, I'm pleased that I was able to pull off the week one victory. How do you feel about Jarvis Landry's performance and then compare it to Juju Smith-Schuster, who you say is not an elite quarterback's performance? Well, I think there's rumors out of Cleveland that they're looking to trade Odell Beckham. Sure. I think that would make Jarvis Landry very valuable and would actually make Jarvis Landry the number one option in Cleveland. So I think him and Juju would then be very comparable. I think mm. if Juju Smith-Schuster was on the Cleveland Browns, I don't know how much better he would be than Jarvis Landry. I'm, I'm, I'll let you have your opinions there. I, I will leave you with your opinion to believe that. 
He's also he would also be and Boyle. I know you have a strong opinion about this, but he would be leaving if Juju went to Cleveland. He'd be leaving Big Ben for Baker Mayfield. That's true. How much do you trust Baker Mayfield versus how much do you trust Ben Roethlisberger? I think Baker Mayfield makes players no better or no worse. He might make them a little bit worse, but if you're a good wide receiver like Juju Smith-Schuster is, he'd find a way, but having Big Ben definitely helps. I will say that. (laughs) Okay. I'm glad that you at least admitted that. I can live with that. Yes. And then finally... Our final matchup of the week, a another somewhat barn burner due to injuries that one of probably the league's like favorite owners to have a postseason run. Mitch McCoy, um, quarterback by Joe Burrow, team named Joe Burrow's my daddy. We'll get to that in a second. Barely edges out BBB, Votes Ball, Chandler Ball, who many have a belief that could be the worst team in the league. Um, him and Chris Brake are right there on the edge. Um, what do you think about Mitch's performance this week, and more so about the decision to play Joe Burrow over Aaron Rodgers? I mean, I will say Joe Burrow did play a lot better than what I anticipated, and I think what everyone around the NFL anticipated. Um, I was listening to uh, one of the smartest guys from sports talk shows today in Colin Coward. Stephen A. Smith? Yeah. He said Joe Burrow really surprised him. And Colin Coward said that he predicted that Joe Burrow was going to struggle a lot. And he even said that Joe Burrow, and this is very high praise, Colin, coming from Colin Coward, that Joe Burrow is a better quarterback prospect than Sam Darnold. Which We all know how you... Sam Darnold did this year, or the past couple of years. Yeah, but I just think that it's more the Jets just suck. I think Joe Burrow, I don't know. I I will have to wait and see more on Cincinnati. But I know in New York with the Jets and Sam Darnold, that that's just a – the Jets are a shithole organization. Mm-hmm. And last year – Sam Darnold played 13 games. They went seven and six in those games, and they finished the season seven and nine. So they had a winning record with Sam Darnold in as the starting quarterback. So there's hope. If he doesn't work out in the Jets, I would give him, I would give Sam Darnold a better, uh, another opportunity before I would give Baker Mayfield. But if Joe Burrow is able to work in Cincinnati, that's pretty impressive. Because Cincinnati's just a dumpster fire organization. Yeah, they're absolutely horrible. Horribly run. Um, never good. I wouldn't say they're. I wouldn't say they're horribly run because at least they, at least they've seen the play. They haven't won a playoff game, but at least in they've twenty seen years the playoffs in twenty years they haven't played in a playoff game or they haven't won a playoff game in twenty years. Yeah, but at least they've made it. There's that's better than a lot of other organizations. That's true. That's more than the, the Browns can say. That's a lot yeah, more than least, the Browns can say. At least like Andy when Andy Dalton was in the prime of his career in Cincinnati, they were they were a perennial playoff team. They would lose in the first round. Right. But they made it to the playoffs. 
They might have even won the division one year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, maybe 2013. It's been a long time. I will tell you that. Yeah, I that was like peak. Division. Yeah, that that was peak Andy Dalton when they won the division. Right, and that was probably down years for both Baltimore and Pittsburgh. But I mean, winning the division's still not an easy thing in the NFL. Right. Speaking of winning divisions, I think Mitch McCoy prior to the start of week one might have been the favorite to come out of the West if uh, Nathan Shetley took a step back. But, I mean, you got to consider George Kittle has a sprained um, – let me read this correctly. George Kittle has a sprained left knee. James Conner has a bummed ankle. Um, who else did he lose? He lost someone else to an injury. If I'm not Marlon Max out for the year. Marlon Max out for the year. Yeah, within a kill, he tore his Achilles. So depending on how long, if George Kittle's injury is serious, that puts Hayden Hurst as the tight end option for Mitch. That's not bad. That's not a bad backup tight end though. Mm. There's worse. There's worse. I mean, he caught three passes all last week. Yeah, um, but you know that at least Matt Ryan will throw to tight ends. Right. And, I mean, Matt Ryan, I think I think Matt Ryan threw for 450 yards or something like that. Yeah, I, don't you have Matt Ryan? <laughs> I do have Matt Ryan. And, you know, my bet on Matt Ryan, even number years, he plays like a Hall of Fame level quarterback. Well, let's hope for your sake because you are going to need some help this year. You're in a pretty heavy, talented division. It's just shuttle and mission on one side, but, I mean, you got me, Connor, and Nolan in our division. Yeah, I think I think week one, I as I say, I'm usually bad week one. I think my team will progressively get better throughout the year, and I think I'll be there in the hunt, in the playoffs, and hopefully playing for the championship. One can only hope. Hey, let's talk about why Chandler's team is so bad. <laughs> he played three running backs instead of three wide receivers. Yeah, that's always a bad way to – I mean, if you ever put your confidence in Le'Veon Bell after the 2016 season, you probably don't know much about uh, the National Football League. What's- I will say, I think I said this on the first Commissioner Corners podcast, but I was intending on drafting Le'Veon Bell before Chandler picked him. And I'm glad that Chandler made that decision for me. Le'Veon Bell is done. I am going out on a limb and saying it as a diehard Steelers fan, someone that was such a huge Le'Veon Bell fan. Le'Veon Bell is done in the NFL. He will never eclipse he'll never even sniff what he was even like remotely close to on an average day in Pittsburgh. He is done. He will never have the successful season in the NFL again. And he has no one to blame but himself. Hey, you realize that he's on the IR with a hamstring injury, right? I do. I do. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure you were aware of that. But I mean, look at his offensive line in Pittsburgh over the past three years, as opposed to what he went to in the jets. He... The Jets don't have an offensive line. They have, I think, Mecky Becton. He's a project, according to my Louisville football source. He's a good. He's he's a freak of nature. I mean, he's six seven, three sixty seven, and he ran like five one two in the forty, <laughs> which at that size is pretty damn impressive. I think. 
But is he ever going to turn it into being a good offensive lineman? You can be big and strong, but you got to be tactical too to be a successful offensive lineman. Yeah, I don't know. Not all projects pan out, that. is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know about that yet. I think he has the, I think he has the capabilities too. But as I said, we have to see if he actually pans out. Sure. Let's see. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins played decent, played about as well as DeAndre Hopkins could without a touchdown. Deshaun Watson, for not having any offensive weapons, had a decent game. Stephon Diggs, I mean, he's not—he's just not going to catch many touchdown passes this year. He's going to get a lot of yards, but, I mean, that Buffalo yeah. offense isn't an offensive powerhouse. And, I mean, Josh Allen's going to – if he's within 15 yards of the end zone, you know he's looking to run it in. Yeah, and I will say Chandler did offer me Stephon Diggs for Amari Cooper, and I turned him down. But I'm surprised because – with as much Chandler hates on Amari Cooper, and I'm a big Amari Cooper supporter here, I'm surprised he made that deal. I'm surprised he made the offer. I um, I I don't know. I I don't I don't know what the season looks like for some of our bottom feeders. I don't know. Do you want to? Well, we're talking about the bottom feeders. You just want to list off the first week of uh, the owners' poll? Sure. Um, so we asked all of our owners to submit their top 10 rankings of everyone in the league. Um, some may not have gotten theirs in, but we're going off of what everyone had submitted to us. Um, our number 10 and in last place this week is Chris Brake. Um, number nine is Chandler Ball. Number eight, it was a close race between this person and Chandler, but number eight is Nathan Gonzalez. Number seven is Matt Weakless. Number six is Connor Smith. Yeah, number six is Connor Smith. Number five, we have Mitch McCoy. And then in the top five, we have Jackson Naylor Cook at fifth. Nolan. I'm fourth. Say what? I'm fourth. Or Jackson Naylor Cook at fourth. I'm sorry. Grinding out our top five. Jackson Naylor Cook at fourth. We have Nolan Enlow in third, myself, Andrew Boyle, Firewater Jake in second, and after week one, we have Nathan Shutley in first place. Let's hear your thoughts on the owner's poll. Um, I'll just start from the bottom. So Chris Brake, not really surprised there. As I said, he's been in the league. I mean, he took a break last year because he was in relegation. But then the year before, and then the two years prior to that, he was never really a powerhouse team at all. It always seemed like he always made some bad decisions. Late. Right. Well, you got to remember, he, I think he had Patrick Mahomes one year and was dead last in the league. Yeah, then I think he traded in the shoe string or something. Something like that. Um, yeah, no, he drafted Patrick Mahomes and then shoestring traded for him. And Shoestring, Shoestring made a run for the league title that year while Chris Brake was getting relegated. Right. Um, after that, Chandler. Let's just say Chandler only won the league last year because Amari Cooper got zero fantasy points for me against Shoestring in the last week of the season, which allowed Chandler to make the playoffs. And he happened to have Jameis Winston, Derrick Henry, and Jarvis Landry, who I dropped Jarvis Landry during the year because he was pissing me off with how poorly he was playing. 
Um, so Chandler pretty much has ran away with a hot streak to win the title last year. So I'm not too surprised with him being at nine. Nate, hey, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you lose the shoot streak that week with all the Kansas City Chiefs on a bye? Yes, Kansas City was on a bye. Oh I don't know how I lost that game. As I say, sometimes you have to get lucky. And sometimes you get really unlucky, and that's what happened to you that day. Yes. Um, and then eight, Nate. I mean, Nate's team, Saquon Barkley. is His team's going to go as Saquon Barkley goes. And if Saquon Barkley is running for, what, six yards? If he gets outrun by a 38-year-old quarterback, then there's problems of brewing. <laughs> it's going to be a long season for Nate, if that's the case. I agree. Seven Wiggles. Wiggles somehow Wiggles usually plays me pretty well. So as I say, I'm glad I was able to get the week one victory over him. Um long term, I don't know how this team's gonna do. Um he's always a wild card. He um, um Wiggles is the one that you never know because He's more of a he's more of a playoff buster. I mean, exactly. He's the guy that'll ruin your chances of going to the playoffs if you're the number five or the number six team. In the but he's never gonna win it. No, that's the thing. I don't. Has he ever been? Has he sniffed the playoffs, or has he played consolation round every year? He's made the playoff. He made the playoffs last year. I know that. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Because last year was the only year I had to make the playoffs. Hmm. Who knows? I, I can't remember. I've, for whatever reason, I don't think he made it, but who knows? He might have. I think he snuck in there right before me. So, seven. So, six was Connor? Six was Connor. Uh, yes, yeah, six was Connor. Connor. I mean, Connor's got a good team. He's got a solid team. I think it's better than what ESPN says it is. Um, but I think he's got a solid team. And then Mitch. Um, you gotta yet again, you gotta wonder with the injuries. You also have to expect that he's not gonna stick with Joe Burrow unless if he just wants to <laughs> unless if he just wants to prove a point with his team name. Right. Um, for myself, stay sleeping on me. Three, Nolan. Nolan's going to be a dark horse in this league. Um, hopefully his defense just doesn't get negative 16 points. You have a good team, but you always choke in the when it comes down the wire. And then Shuttle, best team in the league, most talented. We'll see how the Michael Thomas injury pans out for him. Even with Michael Thomas injured, I mean, let's go take a look just because I'm curious. Um, now he does have Jonathan Taylor, and I think that's going to be clutch, especially when Marlon Mack's down with an injury. Because I think I do think Jonathan Taylor was going to struggle at the beginning of the year because Marlon Mack was going to take most of the carries, and then they were going to funnel in Jonathan Taylor later in the year. But now with Marlon Mack being hurt for the year, because by the way, Marlon Mack has played his last down in an Indianapolis Colts jersey. I'm predicting that right now. I, I don't think that is a far-fetched prediction. I think that's very possible. And I think some team might 
I wouldn't be surprised if it's unfortunately his last down in the NFL. I think some team will pick him up. He's a, proven, he's like a, a proven back in the NFL. He may not be. Yeah, I think he's not going to be thirty. Either. He's probably a fifteen to twenty touch guy maximum after this Achilles injury. Yeah, he's he's not going to be a featured back, but he's. I mean, he's good, solid running back. Sure, he'd do well in a West Coast offense. He could he could probably play for a Rams or. I don't know. It'd, it'd be interesting to see what happens, but I agree. He's done with the Colts. Sadly. Yeah, he did a lot of good things for the Colts, but he was. Good. I mean, I like. I you know, I like Marlon Mack. I like Marlon Mack, mm-hmm. but Jonathan. But I think Jonathan Taylor's the real deal. You know, I think he could possibly become one of the best running backs in the league, and you got to take that opportunity when you got that type of talent. Well, we will and see. Then, Looking at yeah. looking at Nathan Shelley's roster, let's say Michael Thomas doesn't go. Do you give the nod to Robbie Anderson again, who blew up for Carolina? Do you move Juju Smith-Schuster to your starting wide receiver spot and flex Jonathan Taylor? I mean, you have some options here. I think you move Juju to the starter because you also got to think he's got Mike Evans too. Right. So you probably go with Mike Evans at Juju, and then you probably flex either Robbie Anderson or Jonathan Taylor. I think he's honestly, if I was him, if Michael Thomas is done for the year, I'd look to trade Jonathan Taylor to get a wide receiver. He's also, and he'll disagree. I think he's weak at quarterback. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say it. I know he's. Probably one of the only people that will listen to this. Shuttle, I'm sorry. I will say you have the best team in the league, but 42 minutes, I think you're weak at quarterback. Um, I think I think Carson Wentz is good. You just wonder if he gets hurt. Also, if it comes down to a Monday night football game and you need 24 points for the, for the win, I don't think Carson Wentz is that quarterback. I think he can be. I don't know. I think Carson Wentz is one of the better quarterbacks in this league. I think he's underappreciated. I, I, just that record against teams with winning records. I mean, there's a lot. The statistics to me point to him not being that guy. Who do you think's the better quarterback, Carson Wentz or Deshaun Watson? Oh, see. I think I think if you put Deshaun Watson in Carson Wentz's position, I think he would struggle more because I think Carson Wentz needs a better supporting cast, whereas Car- or I think Deshaun Watson needs a better supporting cast. Um, I definitely think that the, uh, the wide receiver and just the offensive situation in Houston is better, but I don't think you can expect more out of Carson Wentz than you would Deshaun Watson if Carson Wentz were a Texan. They're they're completely different quarterbacks, too. I mean, Carson Wentz isn't really a scrambler anymore um, due to his injury. He can scramble if he needs to. He's an an athletic quarterback, while Deshaun Watson is more of a scrambler. But even, I mean, has his injury set him back at all? Has that made him less of a scrambler? I don't – not necessarily. In my opinion, I think Carson, I think Carson Wentz and Deshaun Watson are 
pretty much just as good quarterbacks, and I like both quarterbacks. I think, I think Patrick Mahomes obviously probably the best quarterback in the league. I'm gonna hate to say this, but based off statistics, Lamar Jackson might be second best, and I hate to say that because I don't really like Lamar Jackson that much. But I think like a Deshaun Watson or a uh, Carson Wentz, they're hovering around the top five. What do you think about Jared Goff? <laughs> overrated. Very, very overrated. I don't know what made uh, Chris Brake play him over Matt Stafford this week, especially going up against that Dallas defense. And especially knowing what Chris Brake's name is team name is exactly you're not gonna even mitch was foolish enough to play the starting quarterback that he derives his name from <laughs> that is why yeah. i mean you have the Colts defense that's why i have a hard time picking team names that have something to do with the players like a run on with a player's name because then i feel like i have to play that guy so firewater jake Anyone who knows the story will understand why Firewater Jake is my team name, but it's much safer than going with a like a Saquon these nuts with Nate who changed his name to Tampa Brady. So now he has both those guys, and neither of them are very good. He changed his name to Tampa Brady before he even had Tom Brady on his team. (laughs) Well, when he did that, it made it obvious that he was going to have to go and get Tom Brady or his team name wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, that's why I was looking to make him a deal. And I got Miles Sanders out of it, and I'm looking forward to see Miles Sanders play next week. I'm looking forward to finding out who I'm going to replace Devin Singletary with. Oh, yeah, you need a running back, don't you? I I mean, Devin Singletary got me 10, but that's not great. Um, So this is the commissioner in the league, also an owner in the league. So I, it's not really – collusion by going out on my own podcast as a commissioner saying that I'm open to a deal if you're sending me a running back. I've got some pieces in different places. I'm willing to make a deal. I know it's week one. It's probably too soon to give up on Devin Singletary, but I would like to make him someone else's problem earlier on rather than later in the season. I mean, I'll wait to see to just make sure Miles Sanders is playing next week, but I think I'd rather have Devin Singletary than Tariq Cohen. That's, I wouldn't blame you one bit on that. But I also think Tariq Cohen's going to – I don't even know who the Bears play Well, they have Montgomery too. Does that, I mean, Tariq Cohen's a running back by committee. Well, the thing is, is that he'll catch a lot of passes. Sure, he plays. He's more of a wide receiver than an actual running back. I might try to. Ch- I might see what Wiggles has because I know he's he's a Chicago Bears fan, and I know he likes Tariq Cohen. Mm-hmm. He's had Tariq Cohen on his team for like the past two years. That's sad. <laughs> Can't knock the dedication yeah. though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. See, is there anything else left for us to discuss at this point? No, um, I'm going to plug my own podcast. Um, I'm going to have, I'm going to do my week two picks tomorrow. Week one, not a good week for me. Yeah, um, not a good week. 
Real quick, though, let's give a shout-out to the man with the bronze balls. Nolan Enlow wagered $3,900 on the Pittsburgh Steelers, plus or minus five and a half against the New York football Giants, and won. <laughs> How did he – why did he write – why did he bet that much money? Nolan Enlow was down. He had lost a couple bets. And he said, you know what? I want to get even right now. So he threw up the Hail Mary. He YOLO'd $3,900 on the recommendation of your commissioner. Don't and good old Uncle Skip. Don't Pete Rose me. I had no say in what the Steelers and Giants did. But. I feel confident in saying that I was a big part of why Nolan and Lowe got back to even until he went and put $330 on the Titans minus three. But that's neither here nor there. That's, neither <laughs> that, nor that's there. rough. That's rough. Especially since they only didn't cover the spread by one point. Exactly. And they missed four kicks, including three field goals and extra point. Yes. But that's rough. Nolan and Lowe walked away with a good chunk of change. I'm not going to disclose the amount that he won in respect for him. But I will tell you that he did wager thirty nine hundred dollars. I'm proud of him. <laughs> I I respect the balls on the man. Yeah, because I would have in my Waxens World picks, I picked the Giants to cover. I thought shoestring gave me some intel. I was um, you're blind. You're blind. I was trusting shoestring. I was trusting shoestring, and I was, and I had a little bit of despise towards you and the Pittsburgh Steelers. You were blinded by hate for how good the Pittsburgh Steelers are this year. No, I was blinded by how bad I think the Giants actually are. Hey, how real quick? How about Mike Ditka telling NFL players to get the hell out of the country after their protests? Good for him. Good for Mike Ditka. <laughs> I watched him on – he was on Fox News maybe like a month ago. Uh, and I'm not going to say that he might have a little CTE because he looked like he was a little lost on TV. Yeah. I mean, the but, main... I mean, he's also – I think he's also either in his late 70s or early 80s. And, I mean, he did have a career of getting his head bashed in. So, Whoa. Bleacher Report reports that Michael Thomas is expected to miss several weeks with an ankle injury. Oh. High ankle injury. I wonder, if Suttle would, I wonder if Suttle would be willing to move him. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure there are a couple teams that could benefit from two or three wins right now. I mean, yeah. Well, Shuttle could benefit from winning right now, whereas another team could hold on for the playoffs. I don't know. That would be something that Nathan Shetley is going to have to decide. Um, I would make him an offer. I mean, I'd consider it. I'm not giving him a star piece, but I'd be willing to make him an offer. I don't know if he'd accept it. Right. I mean, I'd, I'd make an offer to any, for anything, anyone. Right. It's just, you might not accept it. Exactly. All you can do is try. Yeah. All right, well, I think that wraps up Commissioner's Corner Week 2, Episode 2. Um, any final closing thoughts? Um, God bless America. God bless America, indeed. All right, thank thanks God, for having Thank me, God football's back. We will see you guys next week after the Week 2 outcome.
Go Fire Order Jake. God bless the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we'll see you in the next one.